Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Brain Little Trivia Podcast. I am not Davo. Do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong because you are in the very good hands of Kales. But I am not alone. With me, I have Allison. (laughs) And returning, we have Macy. What's up? Welcome back, Macy. And let us not forget the Sifu. Barry. Hello, everybody. All right, Barry, what are we doing tonight? We have two representatives of Bentonville West High School, and we have Macy, who was theoretically the student under Allison's tutelage. And from what we understand, despite Allison's tutelage, she did pretty well. Exactly. So, so those two are going to uh, uh, try and honor that high school against Kells. And tonight we are going to some educational material called literature. Oh, oh dear God. Oh, great. Well, before we get too deep into that, how about some rules? I'm going to kick it to my main man, LB. LB5K in the hizzy with the official brain ladle rules. One subject. Six categories. Four questions in each category. Ten points a pop bonus points here and there. Final question. Worth up to 100 points. Most points wins. Mic drop. <laughs> L- LB keeping it real as always. As right, always. Well, yeah, let's kick the tires on this one, Barry. Do you think? Well, I'm trying all right. to figure out how the how the science of literature is going to work out, but hopefully I'll there is about to find out. We're going to find out. And what we're going to also find out is which one of you thinks that TikTok is a breath mint. So if you're ready. I was, I was just on TikTok. Oh, no. There she is. There's our girl. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're ready, we're actually going to start it off with history of sorts. So question number one. What 1719 book has gained acceptance as the first English language novel? It features a 26-year-old Caribbean native and cannibal who converts to Protestantism under the tutelage of the titular character. Name the book. All right. Locked in just because you said titular character. I have an easy mode, by the way. Not today, Barry. It's like, okay. How about Macy? Are you locked in? I am locked in. The easy mode, it was written by Daniel Defoe. Okay, yeah, we're good. We're yep. Good. We're good. Oh, that's, um... <sighs> no, get out of my head. Don't do that. Don't do Don't be like that brain. <laughs> uh, okay, I think this is right, but I'm, I'm prepared to feel really dumb. I'm locked in. Well... We'll obviously start with the uh, one that's the least confident. Kels, what'd you say? I said Robinson Crusoe. And Allison, what did you say? Um, Thank you, Gilligan's Island, Robinson Crusoe. (laughs) And Macy. I also said Robinson Crusoe. Well, look at that. We start off with a uh, correct answer of Robinson Crusoe. Very good. Woo! Yeah. Well, we're going to also go to history of sorts. Question number two. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. A well-known quote from a book or pamphlet titled The Crisis. It was written by what famous patriot? And I also have an easy mode. Yeah, dear God, I need the easy mode. I don't even know what's going on. I, that sounds familiar. And I have an easy mode. Yes, please. I'm locked in. I think I'm good. I think I'll lock in. You said, I hate you, you both. Said something, you said something in the clue that kind of is leading me to this person. I'm going to try it out. Why not? I need to catch up. Okay. Everybody's locked in? Oh, you need the easy mode. Somebody. Yes, please. All right. <laughs> he is better known for... Common sense. God bless you, Barry. I will take that five points. See? That's a legitimate easy mode. 
For sure it was. All right. So let's go to Allison. Thomas Paine, not to be con er, confused with T-Paine. That would have right. been a lot more interesting, though. Macy, <laughs> what did you say? Shout out to Liberty's Kids, Thomas Paine. All right. And Kels? Uh, Thomas Paine. That is correct. Look at you guys go. Well, let's go to question number three in the history category. From the Big Bang to Black Holes. What was the subtitle of a 1988 published book that spent 147 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list? I'm looking for the title of the book. The subtitle was From the Big Bang to Black Holes. And I do have another easy mode. This was actually just on Jeopardy. Get out of here. I know it. It's Kismet. Kismet? Kismet? However you say that um, word. I'm a lock in. All right. Allison's locked in. How about you, uh, Macy? Uh, I'll take the easy mode. Okay. The author, now deceased, was an occasional remote video guest on the TV series The Big Bang Theory. Oh, I'm that's perfect. I love <laughs> yeah, that. I'm super locked in, though. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right. Let's go to Macy. Uh, it's a brief history of time, I think, because it's Stephen Hawking, right? I don't know. Let's okay. go to Kels. My bad. See what he says. A brief history of time. And Allison. Ditto. And there's an even shorter time or shorter one called a briefer history of time. Well, oh. look at you guys go. Flexing <laughs> on them. Very good. <laughs> well, just for those uh, keeping score at home, we've got a tie game. No, we don't. Kel's <laughs> beating us, right? No. I don't think so. I think I it's think easy mode on the, on the first one. On the first <gasps> one. And Macy took one on the third. all around. Look there at us go. go. Well, let's uh, see if we can keep that streak going with question four. The Republic was written about around 375 BC, and it explores two central questions. The first question, what is justice? The second driving question is, is the just person happier than the unjust person? Or what is the relationship of justice to happen? happiness? Who is the famous author of The Republic? I'm probably going to have to take a stupid guess. No easy mode? Locked in? Okay, I'm locked yeah, in. Yeah, I think this is right. I'm locked in. I can give you an easy mode. No, 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 no. It's happening. Because oh. <laughs> oh. uh, the other guess I was going to make, he didn't actually write stuff. So I picked the one who wrote stuff. All right. Uh, I got to hear who the other person was. Now. I, I got to hear both of those. So <laughs> go for it. Yep. Okay. Socrates, he didn't write. Plato wrote. <laughs> Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> you like that one? Bill and Ted. Socrates. Um, <laughs> Plato. And Kels. Plato. Well, it is not Socrates. It is Plato. I mean, Plato. 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 All right. Well, we have a tie game after the first round, if you can believe that. Ooh. Oh, I'm, I'm impressed. Well, you wanted a science category. No, no we've didn't. got it. <laughs> it's actually called sci-fi. Oh, so no. it's science That's cute. fiction. Thank you. I kind of thought so too. Uh, <laughs> well, let's let's see how you do in the science fiction category. Um, and I'm I, I'm not a science fiction guy, but I actually like these questions. Which American science fiction author held a PhD in chemistry, has an asteroid, a crater on the planet Mars, a Honda humanoid robot, all named after him? And I have an easy mode. I'm between so. two, so I might have to take. Um, I don't know if Barry's trying to be cute from the show. Um, well, I'm cute all the time. Let's get that straight. But uh, <laughs> true, 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 true. Okay, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna take easy mode. I'm gonna have to cut my I have, losses because I have, I have a people. guess, but I have okay. two people in my head. Yeah, but... I'm gonna go easy mode. Okay, mm. I'll, I'll take the easy mode. All right. Easy mode is he has four literary awards named in his honor. He was an associate professor of biochemistry uh, 
at Boston University School of Medicine. And if you need a further clue, he was a fan of trivia. Shoot. I'm screwed. Uh, Sure. I'm locked in. Let's uh, start with Kels. I said Bradbury. All right. Macy. I know his first name's Isaac. And then it's like Asimov or something like that. All right. And Allison. I should have just punted. (laughs) All right. I think, well, I didn't punt, though. Because I am going to need that later. You didn't say a dang thing about astronomy, but all I could think of is how cool a Neil deGrasse Tyson Honda robot would be. Oh. You can only wish. (laughs) The correct answer, Isaac Asimov. Ah, I see that Boston University. Don't ask me why I knew that, but I did. Okay. (laughs) Well, we got a lead change here. All right. Question number two in the sci-fi category. A generation which ignores history has no past and no future. Progress doesn't come from early risers. Progress is made by lazy men looking for easier ways to do things. They are two great quotes from a 1973 science fiction book called Time is Time Enough for Love. The author is also an aeronautical engineer and naval officer. Name the author of these great quotes in the book Time Enough for Love. And I have a non-easy mode. You make it harder than mode? that. Is that is that harder? Uh, no, I mean I mean a non-very easy mode. A non-very easy mode. Um, Legitimate. I think I don't know if there's a category that I know less about than sci-fi literature. Yeah, I thought this was gonna be like Star Wars. <laughs> uh huh. I gotta. I gotta. Yeah, I have a guess that I'm probably going to use for the next three. Okay. Um, do you need the easy mode? It's a legitimate easy mode. It is not going to help. Okay. But the listeners <laughs> probably want it, so sure. I'll take the easy mode. All right. He was among the first to emphasize scientific accuracy in his fiction, and it earned him the honorific title of Dean of Science Fiction Writers. Mm. Cool. Good for him, whoever it is. Well, you're uh, locked in there, uh, Macy. Sure. Let's go with you. What do you say? Um, you know, Hot Dog Jones sounds like a great author name. So let's go with Hot, <laughs> Hot Dog, Dog Jones. Jones. That is a great name. It's wrong, but it's a great name. A bummer. I really thought that was it. Uh, Kels, what did you say? Uh, Robert Heinlein. And what did you say, Allison? Well, I didn't hear what uh kells just said but i hope he said robert langdon because that's what it sounded like Um, but what i wrote which i'm probably gonna write for the next three is hp lovecraft well uh, unfortunately it is not hp lovecraft it is robert heinlein oh robert langdon (laughs) (laughs) well you wanted you wanted star wars we'll get kind of close who is the author of the famous book which led to the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey? He also wrote Childhood End and The Fountains of Paradise. Name this sci fi author, and I do not have an easy mode. Uh, locked in? Yeah, I'm locked in. Good for you guys. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable with it. You guys will never guess what I'm writing down. Okay, I'm writing. I have have an idea. (laughs) What are you writing down? I wrote down H.P. Lovecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Macy, what did you say? Arthur C. Clarke. And Kels, what did you say? Arthur C. Clarke. The correct answer, Arthur C. Clarke. Now, the next one uh, is is actual sort of science-y, if you're ready. The, the, the novel uh, Somnian, S-O-N-M-I-U-M, I butcher titles, sorry, was written in 1608, not published until 1634, and it usually gets the uh, first science fiction story kind of accolade. 
It uh, gives the imaginary description of how Earth might look from the moon, which is really important considering it was written by a famous astronomer who discovered and published the three major laws of planetary motion. Who is this famous 17th century astronomer and author? And I do have an easy mode. Uh, no, this is my Achilles. Of, <laughs> this is one of the two. Kels. I, miss, I missed it every single time. I picked the wrong one. Okay, tell me the year again. 1608, and it was published in 1634. Okay. I'm locked in. Okay. And I'll give you a clue. It was not H.P. Lovecraft. No. <laughs> Are you sure, though? Oh, everybody I'm locked, locked in. in. Uh, yeah, I probably in. messed it up again. Uh, Allison, I, I got my fingers crossed for you. Well, I'm going to give you the easy mode just for the listeners at home. <laughs> this should be funny. This German mathematician and astronomer has a space telescope, a crater on Mars, a crater on the moon, and mm. numerous asteroids named after him. Good for him. There you go. <laughs> Kels, what did you say? Did you get the uh, right one? Uh, I mean, you said German. And I'm pretty sure he's not German. I said Galileo. All right. Macy, what'd you say? Thanks, astronomy. It's Kepler, Kepler, something like that. Uh, and Allison. Kels, see, this is why Macy wasn't laughing a minute ago, because both you and I were on the wrong page. <laughs> I also said Galileo. <laughs> Well, it's H.P. Lovecraft. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it is, in fact, Johannes, Johannes Kepler. 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 Okay. So now okay. you all know. And hey, Allison you know sounds excited. What sprinkles? Sorry. <laughs> what uh, sprinkles a little sugar on a wrong answer is when someone else says the exact wrong answer as you. That is just makes it a little bit sweeter. <laughs> a smidge. We have an, a score update. And Allison, um, I hate to tell you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't get any there. Darn. Um, but Macy got 30 and Kels got 25. So the score, Macy 65, Kels 60, and Allison with 35. Still in the game. Still hey, in the game. Hey, place. That's right. Fourth place. Thanks, Macy. Well, Let's go to the firsts, all right? So these have firsts. to do with kind of first lines or first books or whatever. So it was a cold, it was a bright cold day in April, and the clocks were striking 13, is the first line from what famous book? And I do have an easy mode, and then I have a five-point follow-up bonus. I got to guess. I'm going to say the easy mode, though, Barry. Okay. Yeah. Allison takes the Me easy too. mode and Macy's locked in. All right. The easy mode is it was written in 1949. What? I'm locked in. I said 1984. All right. And Macy? It is 1984. And Kels, what'd you say? The year before my birth, 1984. It was 1984. So the five-point bonus is what was the name of the super state in the book? Uh, nope. Pangea? And I'm out. <laughs> Anybody? Give me, give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. I read this. Well, I read one chapter, and then I gave up on it in AP Lang. Okay. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Bueller? Um, Bueller? Anybody? No. <laughs> no I... I I, I know you got that reference. Yeah, yeah, I got that reference, but I, I do not have the name of the superstar. All right. Oh, it's um, Oceania or something like that. It is Oceania. Very good. Period. Weird. Oceania is that's the okay. That's like uh, what Australia is called now. Because uh -huh. yeah. the other two big ones, they're like Eurasia and like their other really conglomerates. Okay. Uh, of continents and stuff. I think. Well, let's, I uh, let's go to another first. Delia, and I'll spell it, D-E-L-I-A, Owens, is a zoologist by training. But in her 2019 debut novel, 
topped the New York Times fiction bestseller list and has been on that list for more than two years. What is the title of this best-selling debut novel? Delia Owens, D-E-L-I-A. Owens. It's a fun name. Yeah. And I'll even give you an easy mode if you need it. I need yes. to say <laughs> I'm gonna need that I haven't mode. read this. This is Corey. If you're listening to this, though, I'm going to get this one for you. Oh, hey, Corey. Hey, bud. Miss you. All right. Macy, Mr. T actually has a tattoo on his body from this. Oh, oh, oh that doesn't help, but that's great to know. I'm not sure it is great to know. Like the real are you AC? Or do you um, need the easy mode? I will take the easy mode. I don't think it's going to help, but I'll take it. All right. So the book is set in is set to be made into a 2022 novel or movie, excuse me, produced by Reese Witherspoon. But the book takes place in part in a fictional coastal town of Barkley Cove, North Carolina. Okay, I I'm calling a stroke because I had a stroke. <laughs> and Mr. T does not have a tattoo from this movie. That's what I was, was kind of thinking that uh, that would be weird. Like, I you were talking about Mr. T, book, Mr. T, though. right? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T is also a teacher at uh, Bentonville West. If, you know what would be cooler is if we were still talking about Rocky Three, Mr. T. Exactly. I will want every class he taught. So, so let's start with uh, if everybody's locked in. Let's start with Allison and find out what Mr. T's tattoo is. Okay, so he has a tattoo of all the light we cannot see, which is like oh, I think a World that's War a really II. Good book. Yeah, yeah, he has this really pretty green and blue tattoo he got from that. But the book you're talking about is where the crawdad sings. All right, it is indeed. And Alice or Macy, what'd you say? Well, I thought it was what happens in Barkley stays in Barkley. All right, that's good. Kels, what'd you say? Well, I happen to be sitting in my um my room of relaxation. I have a record player, and on the floor is an Isaac Hayes record. And I went with the title of that, and I said, Hot Buttered Soul. Ooh. Well, we have what uh, is otherwise known as a sweep. I'm really, really sad that I knew the answer. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen on Supermarket Sweep. So the correct answer is where the crawdad sings. Yep. I thought you well, said that answer. She did. She said that. But it, I, but she but had I a didn't different lock. answer. It, it was when he oh. I locked in, he gave the easy mode. Oh, I, got you. Got I was you. Real you locked in with the other one. Got you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. M- Mr. T should get a tattoo of a crawdad. <laughs> there Number. are no crawdads in that book, by the way. Don't Probably know. Probably not. That's false advertising, man. Uh-huh. It is. It is. Well, question number three in the first. What was the name of the first African-American character to appear in comic strips? Comic strips. Are we calling that literature? Is this Devo literature? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Devo's going to be pissed that he's missing this one. It's got pictures and everything. Oh, yeah. This is right up his alley. Man, First African American character to appear in a comic strip. Like I have what, an easy mode. We do the comic strip or the name of the person? The name of the character. And I do have an easy mode. Um I'll take that easy mode. Okay. You know what I'm just now re- realizing? There's <laughs> a there's a, a very underrepresentation of black people in comics. I can't even okay. think of like I can't even think of one. Like, I can't even I can think, think of, of like two. a. So do you want, who wants the easy mode? Absolutely, I want it. I'm locked in. Uh, I do. You're locked in. Okay, well then let's uh, <laughs> go to that easy mode. He was introduced on July 31st, 1968 in the comic strip Peanuts by <gasps> Charles Schultz. What is wow. his name? Oh, really? well, man, kind of wish I took the easy mode now. Dang it. Locked in. I didn't know if that would be first. Okay, I'm trying to channel it. There's that weird Thanksgiving scene where everybody's on the other side of the table. (laughs) It's so (laughs) him. 
Except him. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> Dave was just... <laughs> Dave was losing it right now. He's texting me. <laughs> He's so upset right now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, I'm okay, sorry, okay. buddy. <laughs> Is this his question right here? Uh, he, it's right up his alley. Yes, I'm in. Allison, I'm in. Locked in. I'm in. It took oh, me a minute. Man. All right, let's go to Allison. What'd you say? Franklin and Macy. I should have waited for the easy mode. I said the Black Panther. Ooh, Kels, what'd you say? I said Franklin. Well, the correct answer is Franklin. And little trivia nugget for you is Ooh. Charles Schultz basically had to sort of fight to get it in. Um, he had some resistance and he put it in and he tried to, to make sure that it was uh, representative of, of everybody and inclusion. So good for him. And by the Very way, good for him. in case you all are wondering... Yes, mm-hmm. that is my Minnesota connection, because Charles Schultz is from Minnesota. There wow. it is. Wow, happening earlier in the game this week. Yeah. see what mm-hmm. you're doing. All there right. you go. Question mm-hmm. number four in the category of firsts. Uh, there are thousands of cookbooks out there, but what 1931 original cookbook uh, is said to have influenced almost every single cookbook since its initial release? What is the name of the cookbook? And I'll give you a five-point bonus if you know who wrote it. Did you um, say a year? 1931, about the same year Andy was uh, born. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> 19, oh, yeah, I can't. I mean, I pretty much only have one guess. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's probably the same thing. I'm all right. Mm-hmm. If it's and Macy, are you... Oh, uh, yeah. In? Sure. I'm locked in. She sounds good. There confident. was a bonus, right? There was a five point bonus if you know the author. I don't. Um, I'll just, let me see. I don't. I'm locked in with the with the title and the bonus. All right. Macy, what'd you say? I think cooking, I think Betty Crocker. That's all I could come up with. All right. <laughs> Allison, what'd you say? The joy of cooking. But right. I don't I don't know who wrote all right. that. And Kels, what'd you say? I said The Joy of Cooking by I.M. Baker. Oh, good <laughs> answer. You almost got it. But it is The Joy of Cooking, so good for you. You got it. By the way, it was written by Irma Rombauer. Oh. And that is the cookbook of cookbooks that you, nice, you want to start with. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a close game because, Allison, you got 20 that round. And we've got Macy with 15 in that round, and Kel's got 20. So it is 55 for Allison, and Macy and Kel's are tied with 80. Category number four is going to test you on authors. Oh, no. And I'm out. That's not what we've been doing the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Not really. We had characters in there. All right. So question number one, Conquest of Self was first published in 1943. Five years before the author's death. The writing describes the author's discipline, but struggles with the practice of, uh, and it's Indian, B-R-A-H-M-A-C-H-A-R-Y-A, which is a lifestyle characterized by sexual contemplation, but the complete abstinence, which is required for a monk's spiritual practice. The author was not a monk. But he was famous, not as an author, but for his other life endeavors. Who was this author? And I have an easy mode. I'm going to lock in. I am also going to lock in. Allison? I think I'm going to look stupid. (laughs) Do you want an easy mode? Yeah, I'll take easy mode. I wrote something down, but... Okay, so but you want the easy mode. Yeah, half points is probably better. The author was murdered in 1948. Yeah, I'm still pretty solid. I don't know if I'm getting sleepy, sleepy. <laughs> the alcohol's wearing off. The oh, sunburn's really setting in. You got a lot going on over there, Allison. I do. I need to hydrate. 
before you dehydrate. Duh, duh. Oh, hold on, hold up. God, it's like I don't even have a history degree anymore. <laughs> this has been I mean, that long. It's been too long, Mace. I was about to say. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, and damn it if I didn't take easy mode. Alright. <laughs> well, what did you say, Miss Easy Mode? Said Gandhi. And Macy, what'd you say? I said Gandhi. <laughs> Kels, what did you say? I said Gandhi. It's the correct answer. <laughs> Mohandas Gandhi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. Stupid five points. <laughs> well, let's let's go to uh, a real easy author question. Oh, God. Right. Don Quixote <laughs> is one mm. of the best-selling books ever written. Who is the author of this Locked famous in. That mess of a book? name. Locked in. <laughs> Just go with the last one. I can try to spell. <laughs> Just pronounce it. That's okay. All you need. There we go. All right. Quixote Mace? is way harder to spell than that. So yes, yeah, I don't even yeah. want to try to spell that. All right, you uh, Macy, are you locked in? Uh, sure. What'd you say, Macy? <laughs> uh, I know his first name is Miguel. Why do I only know first names? And then it's like. Cervantes. It's Spanish. Okay. Kels, what'd you say? Wow, that's eerie. Oh, yes, Miguel de Cervantes. All right. And Allison. Cervantes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Cervantes. That's the correct answer. Miguel de Cervantes. Very good. So how about that? Everybody got that one. So let's try number three. Published in 1936, How to Win Friends and Influence People is one of the best and first self-help books written. Who is the author? And I have an easy mode. I know I'm going to need it. I'm going to need it. I'm going to need to read this book. No, no, you don't, Macy. Yeah, easy mode. Yeah, right. easy mode. All right. Kelsey, you're locked in or you need an easy mode? I need that easy mode, sir. All right. You got it. The author is better known for speaking skills than writing. Oh, wow. Very- that really clears it up. <laughs> There's a breezy mode. There you go. <laughs> He's famous for speaking skills. <laughs> speaking skills. Good. Now, some of you youngsters, you probably haven't mastered that art yet, and so you oh, don't know. Man. But uh, uh, I was on the debate team, sir. <laughs> so, well, and what year, what year did this come out? Um, in 1936. 36. All right, I got a famous speaker down here. Mm, okay, I'm warming up my foot. Because it's time to punt. <laughs> oh. Okay, well, we're, we're going to start off first if everybody's locked in with Allison. Now Ray Guy comes in for his first punt of the day. Kick is away. There's a high, twisting, hang time spiral. All right, Macy, what'd you say? Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Kels, what did you say? I said uh, FDR. FDR. Well, we have another one of those sweeps. When and how you sweep is a vital part of curling. Okay, the correct answer is Dale Carnegie. And he had the Um, Dale Carnegie basically speaking courses that people took. And probably, I don't know if they still do it or not, but uh, that's what he was famous for. Well, let's let's see if we can't get you back on the board. First published in in 1967, 100 years of 100 years of solitude has sold more than 50 million copies, and it's been translated into 46 languages. Uh, uh, William Kennedy, a New York Times best-selling reviewer, uh, said that book should be a first piece of literature since the Book of Genesis for every required reading in the human race. The author won the 1982. Nobel Prize in Literature, and it is on several must-read book lists, the top 100 lists. 
who is the author? Easy I mode. Would. Easy Locked mode. In. I have one. <laughs> I'm like that. Are you going to tell me that he chews before he eats? No, no, this is a legitimate <laughs> easy mode. Mm. Oh, I mean, I'm going to miss it. it anyway, Barry, so I'm just being snotty at this point. I guess. So. Well, you know, I'm, tr- I'm here to entertain, but I'm here to educate you. And I think you're getting an education tonight. Uh, I, I should get college credit for this. I was about yeah. to tell you, get them out. I'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, uh, Macy and Kels or Macy and uh, Allison want the easy mode. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. All right. The author is Colombian, and he is most often referred to by his first and middle, or his first, middle, and last name all together. So three names. Oh, uh, you got to give you all three. No, you don't. You can just okay. give me the last name. Okay, because that's okay. Let me come up with three Colombian names and stick yep. them together. Yep. Got it. All right. Got it. I, I, I got put. something. I know who she put. <laughs> I know who she put. Hold Tell on. You get out of here. Al- if Allison. you do, I'll give you money. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot at your answer. Uh-huh. Oh, HP dear. Lovecraft. Oh no, no, no. Great guess. Was that yeah. you were thinking, Kels? No, no. Um did did they have three names? Um, or did you just settle I just for two? put the last name, but this person does have three names. And what, oh, okay. what's that no, last I, name? I, I think I got it wrong. Man. Go ahead. What okay. would you put? I said, uh, I just wrote down the last name of Escobar. All right. <laughs> Pablo Escobar. Yeah. That yeah. was my second guess. I was thinking she was going to go wild about this. Macy, what did you say? I came up with. Jose Garcia Sanchez. Okay, man. And, yes, <laughs> tell us what uh, what'd you say? It's uh, Marquez is the last name, and I didn't want to butcher the first two. I think it's a Garcia. Is it the is middle? Gabriel Garcia Gabriel. Marquez? Yeah. Yeah. Very very good. Well, that round we had a little bit of a change. Allison, you got 15 that round, brings you to 70. Macy got 20, which brings her to 100. And Kels had 30, which puts him at 110. Now, let's see how you do in poetry. Oh, man. Famous lines from poetry. (laughs) I was hoping sports, Barry. (laughs) Let me see. Um, Nope. Uh, All we got left is hodgepodge, Pete. (laughs) Well, you got that right. right. (laughs) So these are famous. We're going to educate you. Ready? Half a league, half a league, half a league onward is the first line from what famous poem? And I have an easy mode. I think I know this one. Say what? I know. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right. No, I think I'm locked in. Mm. All right. I hate Let's you start. both. My brain, <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that, Barry. I've got to say, like, the rest <laughs> of the poem to remember. All right. No, no hurries. We got till tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. I have an easy mode. Okay, just curious. Yes. Kells, I'm going to need you to yes. go into the thought hole with me while I'm trying right. to come up with this. I'm with you. Let's do it. Is this the poem that the dad says in The Blind Side? If I could remember more than um, her out coaching the coach in that movie, mm-hmm. then I would be more help to you. Okay, I'm writing what I think <laughs> it is down, and then you guys are going to have to give me a second after this question to look up whether... <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I always like inventing my own little trivia games during the trivia game. Yeah, you, you play Ooh, on a different exception. level. Exception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I will give you the easy mode then if you're locked in. Yep, yep. All right. The author was Alfred Lord Tennyson. So let's okay. go to Allison. I okay. This is right. <laughs> God, I hope I didn't screw up this name. Okay. The charge of the light brigade. The 
I really hope I didn't flip charge and light in my head. All right. Nice. Macy, what'd you say? I have the charge of the light brigade. And Kels, what did you say? The charge of the light brigade. And what does the dog in the background say? <laughs> Let me out! The answer what? is the charge of the light brigade. Look at that. See? Okay. So are you the looking up if that was the... <laughs> is that the poem? In the blind side. The charge of the light brigade. You got Boom! it. <laughs> That's how I remember shit. <laughs> well done. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, and you guys said you didn't know anything about poetry. So the next question, Andy is going to be in the background going, I know this, I know this, I know this. Too well, let's bad see he's not here. It's you. <laughs> so the first line of this famous poem by Shel Silverstein mm -hmm. is, well, my daddy <laughs> left when I was three. He didn't oh, leave man. much to ma and me. The, the old guitar and the empty bottle of booze. Came a well-known song recorded in 1969. What was the title of the poem and the song of the same name? Locked I in. have an easy mode. If Locked you in. Locked in. Kingsland's fine. I hate you both. Why do we I... play this game? Is, is this For person our entertainment. Tasha Crane. Mm -hmm. You. You Allison, said there's an you easy, mode? easy mode. Would you like it? Yeah, because all I can think of is where the sidewalk ends, which is probably uh, going to end up being my answer. But I'm pretty sure that's the name of the book. The song was recorded and at California's San Quentin State Prison. The song. Very, very, 1969. Allison, I'm, I'm trying, dear. I know. <laughs> Just as old. And I guarantee you Andy would know that. Do you know it was like probably way too far into adulthood that I learned Shel Silverstein was a man? Oh. <laughs> really? His picture yeah. wasn't like on the back of the book. He was that like, That is what everyone says to me every time I say that. I don't know why I didn't look at the back of the book. It's just scary. like, oh, my girl Shell. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll right. just write down. My fave. All right. And I don't think this is right. <laughs> what? What would that fave be? Uh, the Giving Tree. Oh, Allison. Allison, Allison. So uh, and Macy, what'd you say? A boy named Sue. And Kels, what did you say? Life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. It is not. It is a boy named Sue. That is correct. Uh, well, I feel no shame. Gotta listen to, I wasn't going to get that. You got to listen to that song, though. It's oh, really yeah. good. Okay. It's and really good. It comes directly from that. All right. The next two are super easy. If I, I say don't so. <laughs> don't, don't do that, Barry. Because <laughs> I get it wrong and I feel bad about myself. Allison, we, mm -hmm. we love you. So mm -hmm. we're going to go to a love poem. How do I oh. love thee? Let me count the ways. Is from the sonnet 43. Who is the famous author? How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I'll even tell you up front, it is not Shakespeare. Oh, Who is the <laughs> author of this famous poem? This is a this. super popular Jeopardy I question. Know this. It is indeed. I'll even give you an easy mode if you need it. It's I'll take the easy mode. I... <laughs> is the letter after H. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the easy mode. Okay. I think I know who it is, but I don't want to fall into a trap. Yeah. Allison, are you in that trap? or? Uh... Oh, no. I locked in, even you though did. I am falling victim to mush mind. All right. Well, the easy <laughs> mode is it is a famous female author. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I hate right. you both. How did that help you? <laughs> the only reason I knew this is because I knew this. If Barry just pulled out female, I would have been like, okay, still don't know it. <laughs> All right. Macy, what'd you say? Is it brownie? And Kels, what'd you say? Brownie. And Allison, what did you say? 
Elizabeth Barrett Browning. Look yeah. at that. She got 10 points. It is Elizabeth <laughs> Barrett Browning. I mean, I don't mean to sound so surprised. But, uh, oh, the, the patronizing begins. <laughs> I already told you I love you, you know? Uh-huh. All right. So we got another famous poem. Famous line, oh, captain, my captain, yeah. our tearful oh. trip is done. Who is the author? Oh, Locked man, I don't in. know. Locked in. Locked in. Do you have Miss Hill to thank for this? No, actually, I've. This takes me back to fifth grade. Fifth nice. grade. Nice. Yeah. Actually, so did Shel Silverstein. Actually. Yeah, I um, love fifth grade. Both years of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mary spent a lot of time in school. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, I was in the third of the class that made the upper two thirds possible. That a boy. <laughs> two reasons I know this. One. Dead Poet uh, Society. Two. Uh, is it Miss Katie Hill? Soon yes. to be Dr. Katie Hill from oh. Smithville West. <laughs> nice. Well, shout out to Katie. Good for uh, her. Kelsey, are you me. locked in? Uh I'm locked in. All right. Allison, you're locked in, right? I am. What did you say? Well, let me let out a, a large yelp. And tell you, it's Walt Whitman. And Macy, what did you say? Walt Whitman. And Kels, what did you say? Whitman. Correct answer is Walt Whitman. And of course, my captain was Abraham Lincoln. All right. Are you ready for this? Allison, Allison, you got three. So you got 30 that round, which brings you to 100. Triple digits. Uh, woo woo. Macy and Kels both got 35. So Macy is at 135 and Kels still has a lead with 145. And hodgepodge, we're going to go to a few more current things. So are you ready? It is hodgepodge, or as the late great Alex Trebek would say, potpourri. All right. <laughs> Question number one the flanimals is a children's book series first published in 2004. It depicts the seemingly useless and inadequate fictional animals and their behavior. The author is a famous comedian. Name the author. Is there easy mode? No, there is not. It's by a comedian. Uh, You know what? I will give you an easy mode. I do have an easy mode I can come up with. Okay. Always ready. Uh, I'll take the easy one. This isn't right. coming to me. So anybody uh, locked in? I am. All right. Is. So the famous comedian is also well known for speaking his mind and hosting awards. Oh. Hosting well, I awards? gotta guess. Um, hosting things. Like it, no, no. I wrote something down. I felt like that was a very good... Because well, I could you. only come up with two people that fit the easy mode well. Hey, and uh, um, I went I'm with one in. of them. Kelsey, are you locked in? I'm locked in with the wrong answer. Well, let's see. Why don't you see. tell me what you think it is? I said Billy Crystal. All right. That was my other one. So I, <laughs> I hope it's not it that. <laughs> and who did you say, Allison? I said, this is for my father-in-law and my husband. Rage of A. And Macy, what did you say? Um, I'm just going to say Ricky Jarvis. Ricky Jarvis. Ricky Jarvis. It is Ricky Gervais. In case you want to know, it is Ricky Gervais. Very good. Question number two in the hodgepodge. All. That is gold does not glitter. Not all of those who wander are lost. Is a famous quote from what book? Flip. Oh. <laughs> um, I was really hoping you were going to say oh. who was the author of those quotes. And I was going to be a butthole and say unknown. Um, <laughs> but Nope. Um, I'm gonna lock in. Nah, I don't feel comfortable with this. I'm gonna. I'll take the easy mode. 
All right. It is from a trilogy. I believe oh it's a trilogy. Gosh. And now into three movies. Wait, um, wait, wait. Did you I'm say author in. or? I'm looking for the name of the book. Oh. Fart. So we have to be very specific. <laughs> yeah. Let me. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm locked in. I did not know this. I just learned something today. Well, I didn't there know you go. From this. Yeah. My day is complete. Are you locked in, Allison? Uh, yes, I'm having to abbreviate because I ran out of room. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, what did you say, Allison? I said the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of, oh God, oh God, no. I abbreviated Fellowship the f- of the Ring. The Fellowship of Oh that... God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that is pluralized or not, but I Kelsey, said. What did you say? Yeah, something. Uh, Fellowship of the Ring. And Macy, what did you say? Fellowship of the Ring. It is the Fellowship of the Ring. Very good. So look at that. You all got that. So question number three, also fairly current. Bossy Pants was a 2011 book, which Amazon describes as not a memoir, not an autobiography, but a collection of essays that reveal absolutely nothing about its author. But the author is a 45-time Emmy nominee for writing, acting, producing, and original music, which resulted in nine Emmy wins named the author and Locked i have in. an easy mode i'm gonna take it but i'm also writing a name down all right so the easy mode is she was the creator of a sitcom that ran from october of 2006 to 2013 she was a co-creator of a netflix sitcom that ran from 2015 to 2019 name this famous person We'd call them sitcoms, would we? We would. Yeah. My, the my first one is wrong. definitely a sitcom, and the second one is as well. I was like, especially if I, if the Netflix show is what I what I think it is. But man, I think it's just <gasps> old. Crossing yeah. out Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you. <laughs> Way off base. These are two of my favorite shows. All right. Well, let's go to Kels. What did you think it was? Um, Tina Fey. Who do you think it is? Say what? Tina, Tina Fey. All right. Macy, what did you say? Tina Fey. And what did you say, Allison? Tina Fey. So we've got 30 Rock and Unbreakable are the shows. Right. Yeah. And also she created uh, Mean Girls. Um, among others. So she did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is Tina Fey. Very good. Well, last question of the regular round is Sam- Samin, S-A-M-I-N, Nasrat, N-O-S-R-A-T, wrote a 2017 New York Times bestseller subtitle, Mastering the Element of Good Cooking. It won the 2018 James Beard Award for Best Cookbook. Um, and it is based, uh, based on the book, Netflix had a four part 2018 series. What is the book's title that proposes four essential elements for successful yeah, yeah. cooking? Watch it. It's on Rachel Ray. Um, four successful mm-hmm. elements to successful cooking. What, what was that it? is correct. That's the title um, of the book is and the title of the book has those four elements of successful cooking. Okay. Four and I will successful. require that they be in order. Oh, no. I will, give half, I will give you half points if you have it in incorrect order. Okay. okay. How's that? Um, Allison, I'm going to give you a clue. Alcohol is not one of the elements of successful cooking. If you're not drinking while you're cooking, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> okay. I'm locked in. Um, I think uh, I might have mixed up the last two, but I know I got the first two right. All right. I'm locked in with something. With something. And Macy, mm. are you locked in? Yes. All right. Kels, what'd you say? I said love, heat, water, and salt bay. 
Okay. And uh, Allison, what'd you say? Salt, fat. I'm positive those are the first two. No, I'm not. I'm never positive. <laughs> um, acid, heat. That's how I wrote it down. That's how I'm going with it. I hope it's uh-huh. not heat, acid. Macy, what'd you say? It's salt, fat, acid, heat. It God is. Bless. Salt, fat, acid, heat. Very good. Well, Macy had 40 on that one. That brings her to 175. Kels has 15, which uh, takes him to 160. And Allison, you got 25 on that. So you broke double digits by 25 already. Look at you, girl. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go to the final round, which is uh, up to 100 points. 10 points for each correct answer. Are you ready? According to the source of all knowledge, Wikipedia, (laughs) and based on the high side of their estimated sales, 19 American authors have sold more than 250 million books. These authors represent multiple genres, but I'll give you a clue. Five of those authors had huge success, which predates the 1950s. You name any 10 for 10 points each. And if you tell me either of the top two who, who are on that list, who have more than 750 million copies, I will give you a five a 10-point bonus. Oh, that's a lot of words. I'm going to get like five and burn out. <laughs> right. Through the magic of editing, the next 10 minutes will feel like 10 seconds. In 1957, Laika became the first animal to orbit Earth. What kind of animal was Laika? What is the only team in the Big Four North American Sports Leagues which shares its name with one of the Avengers? And here's one more question for you. Are you the type of person who enjoys playing trivia games, learning new things, and having a bit of fun along the way? If you are, or if you just want to find out the answers to those other questions, then our podcast, Quiz and Hers, might be right up your alley. Each week, one of us writes new trivia questions for the other person, covering everything from science to history to pop culture to sports. And every question in a game relates to some theme, like Game of Thrones, internet memes, sandwiches, or animals in space. Some of the themes make more sense than others. So if you like trivia, learning, or real couples testing each other's knowledge and patience, check out our podcast, Quiz and Hers, part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Quiz and Hers, the trivia podcast where we test each other's knowledge and the strength of our relationship. You see? It's magic. Ah, I'm at six. How are you guys doing? Oh, not great. Horribly, yeah. You've got 19 to choose from. Yeah, and there are a lot more than that to choose from. Yeah, Yeah, that's kind of true. Okay. I'm in. I'm not pleased. I'm in. Did you say novels? You said authors, right? I said authors and estimated sales in terms of number of books. Correct. I'm going to throw them at the end. And then again, make sure you tell me number one and two for an extra 10 point bonus. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'll go. Okay. I'm locked in. I'll just lock in with what I got. Okay. Well, if you're ready for the, uh, I'll repeat the question. It is according to the source of all knowledge, and we all know that's Wikipedia, and based on the high side of estimated sales, 19 American authors have sold more than 250 million books. And I will get I will ask you for each of your first two, and then I will go in reverse order. So Macy, who did you think were number one and two on that list? I didn't even attempt that. Okay. Um, so all right. Uh, Kels, what did you say? Uh, number one or two? Yep, either one. So you just want two. So I'm guessing Dr. Seuss or, and this is, is going to be a reach, but I feel like Daniel's, Daniel still sold a lot of books. Okay. So that's your two guesses there. Those All are right. my two. Allison, what did you say? 
My two were Stephen King and Dr. Seuss. Okay. Stephen King was my three. Well, I will go in reverse order and keep everybody in suspense, which, by the way, is one of the genres. So at number 19, it is a suspense author, Irving Wallace. Okay. Number 18, a Western, Zane Gray. Number 17, from your home state of Arkansas, John Grisham. Oh, how did I forget John Grisham? Got him. I I straight up forgot John Grisham. 16, Stan and Jan Berenstain. Oh, okay. I completely forget. Mm -hmm. 15, James Patterson. Aha! Okay, okay. Number 15, or 14, Robert Ludlum. The Espionage and James Bourne, Jason Bourne series. Number 13, Romance, Janet Daly. Number 12, Eric, Er, Earl Stanley Gardner, Perry Mason. He was one of the five. And number 11, another one from the old days of Westerns, Louis L'Amour from (gasps) North Dakota. All right, number 10, we're going to start hitting the big ones. Stephen King. Got him. Romance, Nora Roberts. Oh, no. I should have thought about that. Eight, science fiction, Neil or Dean Kuntz. Oh, Dean Kuntz. And number seven, with the most number of books on the list, R.L. Stein. Yes. Let's get it. Number five, or number six, Horatio Elger. Dime novels mm. of the old days. Mm. Number five is Dr. Seuss. Yes. Yeah. Another, the last one on the list from the old days, Gilbert Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N, with 500 million dime novels. Number three, suspense, Sidney Sheldon. I would not have put him on the list, but he is. <laughs> Number two, Harold Robbins. And number one, and Kels gets 10 points for Danielle Steele. So nice. she has more than Dr. Seuss. Wow. 800 million books. Wow. So, right. Allison, how many did you get? I got three. Three. So, Macy, how many did you get? I only had four answers and they were all correct. So I got four. And Kels, how many did you get? I got four plus the um, 10 point bonus. Well, we have a five point difference. Allison with 155, Kels at 210, and Macy with 215. (laughs) Pulled it off, but a good game. Well done. Well well done. done. So again, yeah. we try to educate as well as entertain, and hopefully you got educated. Well, thank educated. you for those questions, Barry. Yeah, they were Very good questions. enlightening. Well, thank and you. Congratulations to Macy. Thank you, the, thank you. The comeback kid. Still schooling us. Bing, bing, bong. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that does it here for us at the Brain Little Trivia Podcast. I have been Kells, and with me... Allison. See you later, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And Macy. It's been fun. See ya. And Sifu Berry. Well, I'm going to end it with two educational quotes. So Dorothy Parker was on a game show, and I believe it was Password or something, and the word was horticulture. And her quote was, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her think. And then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, That's all right. Continue. I figured I'd get a chuckle. Please continue. <laughs> and the second one is I refuse to answer that question on the grounds that I don't know the answer. By Douglas <laughs> Adams. So long, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Signing off. Greetings.
This is the Brain Ladle Lyric Bot 5000. You can reach us on Twitter at Ladle Brain. On Facebook at Brain Ladle Productions. Or on our website at BrainLadleTrivia.com. You can join us on Patreon where a $10 donation will get you a show invite. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Tits, it's me. <laughs> it's major computer. I swear I've silenced it like five times. Silence okay. number two. <laughs> do you want to do that over? Oh, I think I turned it off. Look at that. I think we're good. All right. All right, let's go to question number three. We've got a close <laughs> contest here. I'm sorry. I just heard it again. This is like, like, I think I got it. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Ow. Oh, tits. Um, no, I lost my headphones. Ah! <laughs> is she falling? We're crumbling. Oh man! I uh, don't know where the power button is on this mother trucker. I made a wager with my bottom. Nailed it! I hope Major uh, had everything saved. Okay. You guys hear the ice cream man in my background right now? No. If I had britches on, I'd go chase him down. <laughs> I think okay. I, I think I caught a note. <laughs> Got a little song. taste of that beautiful <laughs> song. Uh, Locked in. Okay. Easy I, me. I don't know if I just blacked out for a second. It's possible. Or like what happened? What's the category? Let me start there. First. Guys, I need sleepy. <laughs> We're almost at the finish line. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions, all rights reserved.